selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. Previously on The Storyteller, Naked Villainy, others witnessed Kit Harrison's temper. And on answering the door, he started shouting and bawling at the top of his voice. A chilling description of how Brenda tried to protect herself during alleged assaults by her ex-husband. She said, quote, I always protect my head. And yet another claim Kit had threatened her life. On one occasion, he said he would kill her. It's taken 45 years to bring a killer to court. And for the first time in UK history, you'll hear the full murder trial and witness justice being done. It was a brutal murder of a brilliant woman who was a rising star in genetic research. It would now be almost like a script from Morse. The investigators swarming over the, the dreaming spires of university land. There was kind of palpable feeling of evil in the air. I was told it was just a massive blood in here. Two decades on from confronting evil. So did you kill your ex-wife Brenda Page? Evil is being confronted by the law. Did you kill her? No. She knew it was coming. He said he was going to kill her. If he killed her, he would do it so that nobody would know. Will his true nature be unmasked? Are you familiar with the tale of Dr Jekyll and Mr Hyde? And can Brenda's own words help secure her killer's fate? A letter of a death foretold. This is The Storyteller, Naked Villainy, written, produced and edited by me, Isla Traquair. You'll have gathered by now that Dr Brenda Page was well-liked. She was friendly and forged connections with colleagues, whether they worked as a porter or a scientist. One of her closest friends was Dr Jesse Watt, who I interviewed for the documentary 20 years ago. When I met her then, the pain of losing her friend was obvious, and I'll play you some of that interview later. But first, I'd like you to hear her give evidence in court. 
We're still on day four, but Jesse, having known both Kit and Brenda, would prove to be an important witness to give an overview and insight into their relationship. Are you Dr Jessie Watt? Yes. At one time known as Jessie Milne, is that correct? I'm married to Mr Milne, yes. but I've never changed my maiden name. Oh, I see. Throughout my career, I've always been Dr Jessie Watt. OK, thank you. And what is your age, please? I'm 72. Thank you. Are you retired now? Yes. And what was your occupation? I was a medical cytogeneticist. And where were you based? Originally in Aberdeen. Uh, I worked under Dr. Brenda Page. She was my supervisor during my doctorate. Yeah. When was that that you worked under Dr. Page? From uh, 1974 till 1978. What was the nature of the work that Dr. Page was engaged in? It was all aspects of uh, human genetics. Um, we did things like prenatal diagnosis. Uh, we also did cancer diagnosis and research. And when when did you commence working in that way uh, with Dr. Watt? Sorry, with Dr. Page. Well, as I said, I went to do my PhD with her in 1974. I worked with her for four years. Under her, um, under her watchful eye, and I got my PhD in 1978, shortly before Brenda was murdered. Thank you. Now, you would have a professional relationship with Dr. Page, is that correct? Yes, but she also, over that four years, became a very good friend. Yes. Uh, was she someone? who would confide in you from time to time? Yes, as a friend does. Yes, yes. Were you aware of her having been married to uh, Dr Kit Harrison? Yes, I knew, I knew Kit as well in the early days of their marriage and right up until the time she was married, but probably knew him less than I knew Brenda. Yes. Prior to the marriage, uh, did, did you talk with Brenda about her relationship with Dr. Harrison? Prior to the marriage, no. We know the marriage was in, on the 6th of May 1972, so that might help. In, yes, no, I didn't know her until 1974. Yes. Did she ever express any concerns about her marriage to you? Oh, yes, on, on several occasions. Right. When did th those uh, concerns start to be intimated to you? I would say all, all the way through the four years that I knew her. What sort of things did she tell you about? She said he, he was quite controlling, that she wasn't allowed to do certain things. On one occasion, I remember him having kicked her out of her house uh, without her belongings. And um, she often said things like, she became very scared of him. She often said things like, Jess, if ever I'm found 
dead and it looks like suicide. Don't believe it. In 1978, did you attend at a conference on genetics in Vienna? Yes, the European Society of Human Genetics. Uh, I went there with my husband and Brenda was also there and Kit was also there. Right. Did you travel, obviously with your husband, but did, was Brenda in your travelling company or did she make her own way? No, she made her own way there. <coughs> I, I, my husband and I had booked our own flights yeah. and we were there for a week. It was a three-day conference, yeah. but we were there for a week. Yeah. And did you know that Bre Dr. Brenda Page was going to go? Oh, yes. We were presenting a paper in Vienna together. Thank you. Prior to... Would I be right in saying this was in May of 1978? I believe it was May the 5th to the 7th, the conference. Right. Did you meet Brenda, Dr. Brenda Page in Vienna? Yes. Was she with anyone? <coughs> she was with Kit Harrison. Yeah. Was that a surprise to you? It was a big surprise to me because I believe at that time they were already divorced. Yes, they would be because the divorce was the, the year before. Yes. Now, were you in the same hotel as Dr. P? No, not the same hotel. Although you were surprised to see Kit Harrison, did you raise that with Brenda Page at any time? I didn't actually raise it with her because... He was usually there as well. I, I didn't have a private conversation with her. How did they appear together, that's Dr. Page and Dr. Harrison? I would say Brenda was anxious all the time and she would say things to me like, whatever he suggests, just do it. Don't argue with him about anything. What was your reaction to that? Well, I, I went along with it to um, please Brenda. So, for example, um, they wanted to hire a car. I can't remember if it was her idea or his idea. And they asked us to come along with them for a trip up the mountains. So we went along with them. I didn't particularly want to go on a car ride because at that time I was pregnant and I was suffering badly from morning sickness. So I didn't want to go in a car, but we went along with them. We went on the car ride with them up in the mountains. After you returned to the United Kingdom, would you then continue with your work and association with Dr. Page? Yes. Did she ever express any concerns about her happiness with, with things after that conference? She was, she was very miserable. She, she didn't want to see him at all. I think she had an interim interdict out on him at that time. So he wasn't allowed near the hospital or her home. Right. Did, from what you understood from Dr. Page, did, did the interdict serve its purpose? Well, it didn't in Vienna, but uh, it seemed to serve its purpose, except she felt that he was following her around, that he was stalking her, I suppose you would say these days. 
And she always said, when I go anywhere, I have to go twice around the block in my mini to make sure he's not telling me. She also said that she thought he had a key for her flat and she thought that he was making long-distance phone calls from her phone. Did she ever tell you about her association with other men? I knew that she had a, a brief association with a friend of mine, David Narrow, yeah. whom she'd met in my house, uh, I think at a, a, a dinner party. But it didn't last very long, yes. and I think they were more or less just friends. Yes. Uh, I also know about her um, joining the escort agency. Yes. Um, at the time, I might have joined it myself because I was so pregnant that I didn't think it was a good idea. Yes, but yes. It, I did read it in the paper. It did sound very attractive. Yes. It wasn't an escort agency in the sense of loose women. It was a professional agency. They wanted intelligent people to be able to talk to professional gentlemen at a, a dinner. And I think that was the reason she, she joined it. Yeah. Did she have a term for the men that she would meet? She called them oilies. Oilies, right. What, what, why was that, do you know? Well... At that time, Aberdeen was swimming in oil. It was the start of the oil boom, and there were a lot of American oil-related people in Aberdeen. Yeah. Did she tell you where she met these men? Always in a restaurant, always in public view, and always left them there in the restaurant. Did she say how she travelled to and from? She the, used her uh, own car, as far as I know. Did she say anything about the journey she would take when she was going to a hotel, for example? Well, as I said earlier, she used to take a double trip around the block and take certain devious routes to make sure she wasn't being tailed. Right. And was that with a reference to trips to meet oilies? I believe so, yes. Thank you. Did you ever see any injuries on Dr Page? I never saw any black eyes or bleeding noses or anything obvious, but we were always very um, dressed to the, to the wrists and dressed to the feet in, in white coats. So I saw plenty of mental anguish. Did you have anything to do with Dr. Harrison at all? Did, did you ever speak to him or meet with him? Yes. Uh, he often called me if he had something to deliver at the door of the hospital uh, because he wasn't allowed in. And he often called me when he was in very low spirits. Yeah. Did he ever express any uh, a desire to rekindle the relationship with Dr Page? All the time. He did want to rekindle the relationship. How did he express that? Well, I'll give you an example, if that's okay. Um, it was Brenda's birthday. I don't remember the month. 
and uh, he called to say, I'm at the front door, Jess, can you come down and collect a present for Brenda's birthday, because I'm not allowed in. So I went to the door and he handed me a basket full of bread. It was all kinds of bread with plats on and onions on and all sorts. And he said, I've made this myself. And it was covered in a tea towel, very beautifully presented. So I carried it up to Brenda and said, Brenda, look, Kit's brought this to the door for your birthday. She says, I'm not eating that. That's poisoned. Would it be fair to say that Kit Harrison could be very polite and friendly and kind? Kit Harrison could be a perfect gentleman but he could also be intimidating and sometimes very rude. And he could turn quite quickly from one to the other. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Was Brenda Page frightened of Kit Harrison? Yes, all the time frightened of him. Would you recognise Dr Harrison after all this time? Probably not, because I haven't seen him since before the murder. Right. You look round the court and if you see him, tell me. Well, I think he's the gentleman in the middle here. He pointed to the dock. Thank you very much. Dr Watt did... Dr. Brenda Page at times seemed to be paranoid about Kit Harrison. Paranoid? No, I wouldn't use that word. She was definitely scared, especially in the, in the later years. Well, you, you don't seem to have been the only person that she, for example, told if I end up dead and it looks like suicide, it won't be. That seems to be something she told to uh, 
I, I can't remember how many times we've heard it, but at least two or three different people. Yes, yes. So far as the bread incident that you were talking about is concerned, did you eat the bread? Yes, I ate it. Was it poisoned? No. Now, it's obviously a, a long time ago that these things happened. We're now 45 years, I think, further on than, uh, than when the incidents you're talking about occurred. Do you think the length of time that it has been has had an effect upon your memory in terms of what you remember taking place? It's bound to have. 45-year-old memories, anybody's bound to have minor variations, but some things stick with you and will never leave you. Yeah. I, I, well, so, some of those things that perhaps might stick with you are things that... Uh, that I want to explore with you. After Dr. Page and Dr. Harrison separated, Dr. Page, we know, had a flat in Allen Street. Yes. And we also know that after they were divorced, she maintained that flat in Allen Street. And Dr. Harrison was in what was the former matrimonial home in Mile End Place. Yes. Were you aware of the fact that after the divorce, which we know, I think, was in 1977, that Dr. Harrison visited Dr. Page at Allen Street and they seemed to be on good terms? I didn't know that he had visited her in Allen Street, <coughs> but when we were in Vienna, that was after the divorce, and mm -hmm. they seemed to be together a lot of the time. Um, well. I think he was trying very hard to reconcile with Brenda. Insofar as Vienna is concerned, that's the next thing, really, that I, I wanted to, to discuss with you. The trip to Vienna, as I understand it, was between the 1st and the 7th of May, 1978. Yes, that fit yes with your approximately, yes. And on that trip, there were obviously a number of people, but included on that trip were yourself and your husband, yes. Dr. Page, and her ex-husband, right. Dr. Harrison. Now, one of the things I think you indicated to the Leonard Advocate Deputy, the gentleman that was asking your questions before me, was that uh, you and your husband had made your own arrangements, travelled separately, and didn't stay in the same hotel. That's correct. Now, that's one of the things I'm wondering whether your memory's been affected by time. Could be, but I, I think we were in separate hotels. Well, 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 we'll come back to it. We'll come back to it. I just want to make sure I cover everything before we start looking, perhaps, at what you might have said in the past. Okay. During the time that you were in Vienna with your husband, Dr. Page and Dr. Harrison, 
would it be fair to say that they got on very well? On the surface, I didn't hear any arguments. Um, he was he was quite demanding. Um, Brenda, as I said earlier, had said, don't argue with him about anything, just agree with him. So there was the car trip, we agreed with that. And then uh, Kit wanted to go and eat catfish in a restaurant on the Danube. And I felt nothing like eating catfish because I was pregnant and feeling sick all the time. But we went along with that request as well. And so far as you've indicated, I think, that you were, you were pregnant at the time. And was there a, an occasion when you were out when you felt unwell and kind of... Uh... Several. I, I fainted at a bus stop and also I went on a trip to the zoo... <laughs> couldn't take the bus back, had to walk about three miles or more. Well, when you, you fainted, the incident when you fainted, um, did Dr Harrison assist you on that occasion with getting a seat and things? I don't think he was there on that occasion. Oh. Now, you mentioned, I think, in answer to a question you were asked, that... Dr. Page was in a relationship with somebody you introduced her to. Well, I don't know if it was just a friend or somebody she visited when passing through Edinburgh. But yes, David Narrow was a friend of mine. Uh, they met at a party. He may have given her his address and she did stop by there a couple of times. And am I right in saying that that relationship ended maybe yes, around I don't about, think it lasted very long. Maybe around about February or so of 1978. That's right, just after Christmas, yes. And after that, uh, did you attend a party that Dr Page was at when she brought Dr Harrison with her? I can't remember that. Okay. You also spoke about the... The oilies and yes. the the escort agency. Do, do you know if Dr. Page ever went on to form liaisons with the people who she met on the escort agency? Not to the best of my knowledge. So if she did, it's something she didn't tell you? That would be right. But I don't think she did. What makes you say that? Because she she only wanted the bright lights to be wind and dine. She didn't she didn't want a lasting relationship at all. Well, I I'm think she was bruised from the marriage. I think the word I may have used was liaisons, not necessarily lasting relationships. Define liaison. Have sex with them. No, I don't think she did. Well, why do you say that? I think she would have told me. M might she have been concerned, perhaps, about how you would have reacted to that? No, because I, she knew I was pretty open-minded. But you, you've explained to the ladies and gentlemen that at the time, 
had you not been pregnant, you might have joined the escort agency because it seemed to you to be a good way of earning money. A, a respectable <laughs> yes. matter. Yes. So if it turned out perhaps that maybe it wasn't quite so respectable, might she have had concerns about how you might have reacted to that? No, I think she would simply have left it in that case. We know, I think, already that right up until the evening before her death, she was still involved with the escort agency. Yes, that would only have been a few months at the most. Do, do you know when she started? No, I don't know when she started. Okay. I've asked you a number of questions about things and you, you've given me certain answers about Vienna, about the relationship between uh, Dr. Page and Dr. Harrison. And I wonder if back at the time you've said things different from what you're saying now. Well, I hope they're not very different. Well, it's a matter for others perhaps to judge, but uh, let, let's have a look at it. Now, th this would have been two days after Dr. Brenda Page had been found dead in her home. Yes. Do you recall the police coming to speak to you at that time? You don't need to read the statement just now, just listen to me. I think that the days and weeks after this murder were a bit of a blur to me because I was thrust into Brenda's job. I was by this time quite pregnant and it was work, work, work with the occasional police appearance. So the whole thing is a bit of a blur to me in terms of dates and where it was. Well, I'm, I'm but this looks right. Does it say, I know that Brenda divorced Kit about October or November 1977, but I am not sure of the grounds for the divorce. Is that what it says? Yes. And would that have been what you said to the police? Yes. Uh, and would that be true? Yes. I mean, presumably, when you were giving a statement to the police, you would be doing your best to tell the truth at the time. Yes. The next sentence, does it say, after the divorce, I know that Kit visited Brenda at her home fairly frequently and they seemed to be on good terms. Yes, indeed, I have said that. And again, would that have been what you said to the police? Certainly would if it's here, yeah. And it would be true? Yes. And does it go on? Let's be absolutely fair. Although Brenda always made it clear that she was quite frightened of Kit and would not want to annoy him because he got very angry. Yes. Again, is that what it says? Yes. And you said that to the police and that would be what she told you? Yes. On the same page... Further down, there's a paragraph that begins from the first. Do you see that? Yes. Does it say there, from the first to 7th May 1978, <coughs> Brenda and I attended a conference on genetics at Vienna? Is that what it says? Yes. And is that the conference trip that you've been talking about today? It is. Does it go on? My husband also accompanied me and Kit 
accompanied Brenda. Is that what it says? Yes. If that's what you told the police, then that would be true. My husband and I travelled to London and we met Kit and Brenda there. That's what it says and that's obviously something I've forgotten. Okay. 45 years ago, I don't think anybody would be terribly surprised that you might forget things. But back in 1978, this was just a few months after your trip to Vienna. So the this the details be would be this much clearer. Be true, yes. Would be much clearer in your mind then than they are now. Yes. So, the fact of the matter is that you travelled to London, met Dr. Harrison and Dr. Page, and then does it go on to say the four of us flew to Vienna together, and that's we were booked into the same hotel. Yes, that's what it says. And again, I'd forgotten. I was sure we were at a separate hotel. But the hotels are very big, so maybe it seemed like a separate hotel. We certainly weren't near them in, in terms of where the rooms were. OK, but the fact of the matter seems to be that you flew over together as a foursome, you went to the same hotel, and it must have been very obvious to everyone, including Brenda, that Dr. Harrison was there. I would have to agree with that. Uh, and it must have been an organised event for you to meet them in London and then go to Vienna together to the same hotel. It looks that way, yeah. Uh, am I right in saying that Dr. Harrison had fairly good knowledge of Austria and indeed Vienna? I believe he did. I believe he studied in Vienna at some point, and uh, I think he had a landlady there that perhaps we visited, or oh. they visited. All right. Does it go on? My husband and I shared a room, while Brenda and Kit shared another one. Again, I think that's true. And does it go on? I was rather surprised at this arrangement but did not say anything about it. I certainly didn't talk to her about it at all. During the stay there, Brenda and Kit got on very well, but she never contradicted him about anything. That's right. She didn't want to upset him in any way. She just wanted to go along with whatever he said. But your observation seems to be that... During the stay, they got on very well. Outwardly, that's the appearance. There was no obvious arguments that I heard. Uh, well, I, I, I suppose if we're not relying upon what somebody else says, but relying upon your own observations, then outwardly is really all you can tell us. Yes. And outwardly, as far as you were concerned... They appeared to get on very well. Yes. <coughs> now, I asked you about a, a party, and despite the fact that it's not 45 years ago, but about five minutes ago, I can't remember if you told me you, you, you remembered the party I or didn't not. remember it, no. Okay, thank you. So, if you go on to the next page for me, please. And again, if we're 
looking at the same page, it starts off the only male friend. Yes. The second paragraph on that page, does it say about two months after Christmas, Brenda and David Narrow parted company, and about this time I was at a party at Val Murphy's house? Val Murphy, yes, she was a member of staff. Says another member of biochemistry lab at West Hill when Brenda arrived with Kit. That's true, yeah, I see that. Does it go on? I was aware that Brenda was upset at David finishing their relationship and I think she took Kit along to the party to save her having to go on her own. Yes. So I, I've it, forgotten all about that party. I uh, have very little recollection of it now. Uh, again... But at the time, this would be true. Yes. Uh, again, it's what you told the police in 1978, and you were doing your best to tell the police the truth. Events were obviously much fresher in your mind then than they are 45 years later. Yes. And the picture we have, perhaps, is that in the, the run-up, as it were, to the summer of 1978, we have Dr. Harrison and Dr. Page attending a party together, and we have them attending the conference in Vienna together. Yes. W were you aware of uh, Dr. Page and Dr. Harrison also having attended a conference in Mexico? I don't know much about the Mexico conference. I remember her going to Mexico, and I remember her coming back and giving us all presents in the laboratory, but I wasn't involved with the Mexico conference at all. Did, did you know that Dr. Harrison went on that trip as well? I may have done in 1978, but I don't remember now. Okay. Well, if it puts you at ease at all, I don't think you mention it in your okay. statement. Okay. So. OK, thank you very much. Dr Watt not only lost her friend, but also her mentor and boss. Much of what she said in evidence was an echo of my conversation with her 20 years ago. I wasn't allowed to approach Dr Watt during the trial, but I couldn't help attempt a knowing smile across the courtroom. I'm certain she didn't see me. The stress of her day in court and focus on the task no doubt meant the room was a blur. I remembered her well, her beautiful island accent, her soft nature, and her words from two decades ago. Well, she was a very gifted and professional lady in all aspects of her life. And she was kind. She was very good as a boss. She was sympathetic towards her staff and uh, just a very good person to work with and for. Brenda was in the peak of her career. She had a great career ahead of her and she was very good at training me to be in the same discipline and um, I then went to the top of that discipline. So I've got a lot to thank Brenda Page for. Tell me how you got to know Kit Harrison. Well, I only knew him as Brenda's husband and then as her estranged husband because they had a very volatile and unhappy marriage from everything I could see. He was a, an eccentric but highly intelligent man. Did Brenda confide in you quite early on in your meeting that you know her marriage was unhappy? I think it was obvious to everybody who worked with her. 
Um, she had cats, she was a great animal lover and we were often called in maybe to look after the cats when things weren't going so well and uh, then when Brenda ended up without a home at the age of early 30s, I think she was maybe 32, uh, she had trouble finding a flat and a place for her animals and that kind of thing so we knew she was having an unhappy time. When you say she was without a home, what, what do you mean? Well, the marriage had broken up. I don't think there had been a divorce settlement of any kind. And Brenda needed to find a new place to live. So she, she did have trouble finding the deposit on even a very basic ground floor flat that would be a good place for her cats and herself. And now some people might have thought, oh, you know, geneticists, what a great job, great money. Was that the case? Not at all. In those days, scientists did not earn nearly as much as the medical staff. It's a bit better now, I believe. What wasn't clear in court was that Jessie had gone with her colleague to Brenda's flat that fateful morning. Well, she didn't turn up for work one day, which was most unusual because she was very professional and if she was late or going anywhere, we were always told... It was quite a busy day, there was a lot on that day. So the chief technician, Gordon Stephen, and myself decided we would, having got no reply on the telephone, and a neighbour who we phoned said her car was still outside her flat, we decided to just pop along and see if everything was okay, because it was so unusual. So we went along and luckily I did not go out of the car, I stayed in the car, so it was my colleague Gordon who found found her. You were sitting in the car, but what happened? Well, you can imagine the distress of somebody finding a, a murdered person. There was a great deal of distress, and it's not really something I'd like to rake up. I mean, the only reason that I've rather reluctantly agreed to give this interview is that I want to redress the balance on Brenda and the way the press portrayed her, because I think she had a very raw deal. She was a very nice lady that was not not given proper press coverage at the time. And we tried to redress that balance, highlighting the case 20 years ago. Jessie and I talked a lot more, including who she believed killed her friend, which I'll include in extra content. But listening back to my questions and wording, it made me think. I referred to Kit as a pest. Was Brenda annoyed? I didn't know what coercive control or stalking were. And neither did Brenda. In the next episode of The Storyteller, Naked Villainy, the court hears Brenda had a spare key hidden in her garden. She told me back then where it would be hidden in case I needed to use it in the future. Kit Harrison's emotionless reaction upon learning of his ex-wife's death. It was very unemotional and offhand. Uh, he didn't ask how she died, where she died. And a watch strap found in his fireplace hours after he bought a new watch in Edinburgh. In the ashes was uh, the remains of a watch and watch strap. If you've enjoyed this episode, please rate and review as it makes a huge difference to guiding people to hearing this important story. This is an entirely independent production and your support is greatly appreciated. And if you want to hear exclusive interviews, longer episodes and insights, please head to the Patreon. The link is in the show notes. 
Thank you again for listening. This is a piece of history, and you are for the first time in this format witnessing justice being done. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today.